Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, producer Brad. Oh, hey, Julie. Hang on. I'm almost done. Just three more push-ups. 298, 299, 300. Woo! 300? Wow. That's really impressive. 300 push-ups? Well, I started where I left off yesterday, 295. I've been counting up to 300 since, oh, about two months ago when I started my training. Oh, gotcha. I guess only five a day is better than zero a day. And did you say training? What are you training for? I'm training for my audition or tryout. Yeah, my tryout. It's two weeks away. Okay, now I'm curious. What in the world are you auditioning or trying out for? Professional wrestling. (laughs) What? Hold on. I thought I just heard you say you're training to become a professional wrestler. Like Hulk Hogan, John Cena, professional wrestler? I sure am. I've always wanted to jump in the ring and give someone a clothesline or a body slam followed up with a big old leg drop. I even have a name picked out. Brad to the bone. (laughs) Brad, you can't be serious. Oh, I am serious. And my finishing move is called the breaking Brad. After I knock him out with the flying clothesline, I pick him up over my head and bring him down hard on my knee like an old-timey backbreaker. But with more style, of course. You know that those guys train for, like, years before they make it into the ring. Really? You mean I can't just perfect my breaking brad move and jump in with the big guys yes really i mean even though it's fake fake what do you mean fake it's not fake professional wrestling is 100 real sure 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 brad either way it takes a ton of practice and self-control in the ring to land those stunts self-control what does that have to do with wrestling some of my favorite wrestlers to watch look like they're out of control unpredictable That's what makes them so fun and exciting. Maybe you have the wrong idea of what self-control and wrestling, for that matter, actually is. And you know what? Self-control just happens to be our next and final fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Don't ask me how, but I happen to be friends with a professional wrestler, and I think he could help us understand more about self-control and how it even applies to wrestling. Are you serious? Okay, now this I gotta hear. Let's head to the ring. 
Did somebody say professional wrestler? No way! It's the ultimate Roman's Road Warrior. You're one of my favorite wrestlers in the WWJD Wrestling Organization. That's me in the flesh. I hear you're really wrestling with something that I can use a tap in. What's going on? <laughs> well, ultimate Roman's Road Warrior. You know, I like you guys. And I'll allow you to simply call me ultimate. <laughs> okay, ultimate. We're learning about the fruit of the spirit from the Bible. And the last one we're studying this week is self-control. And we thought you might definitely have something to say about that. No, oh, self-control, eh? That, that's a tough one to pin down. <laughs> pin down? Self-control has to do with, you know, your, your ability and control, but also your behavior. While it may not look like it on TV, us wrestlers require a lot of self-control. That's what I was thinking, because all of your moves are fake, uh, rehearsed, and you have to have a lot of self-control when you're acting, I mean, wrestling, so that major injuries don't happen. Fake? I mean, fake? I don't know about that, Julie. Do you watch a lot of WWJD? Um, not really, but Brad watches it all the time. Oh, I sure do. I love it. It's so unpredictable. I never know who's going to win. It's definitely a rumble. Now, back to the idea of self-control. When I'm in the ring, I sometimes want to... Pointing up. But I can't do that to the poor little guy. I need to take care of those around me. Practicing self-control is something I have to consider every match. But I know that I don't really want to hurt the guy. I just need to pin him down with my finishing move, the Bible thump. Like a stunner or the people's elbow, DDT, pile driver, figure four leg lock, pedigree, sweet chin music, body slam, frog splash, soulplex, and my personal favorite, the breaking brad. Ooh, the breaking brad. I, I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's my special invention. If I ever make it into the WWJD, I can't wait to show everyone. I'm sure the world can't wait to see it, Brad. In wrestling, self-control is just about your behavior. But when the Bible talks about self-control, it's talking about more than your actions, the things people can see. Christians, with the help of the Holy Spirit, can also have self-control when it comes to their thoughts and their desires. The stuff going on in your heart and your mind that people can't see. Wow, that's deep, Ultimate. It certainly is. The goal of self-control is to act and think like Jesus. We'll never be perfect, but the Holy Spirit can help us to be more and more holy as we say no to sin and yes to God's will and ways. Ultimate, you've really helped us understand more about self-control and why it's important. I'm glad I could help, Julian Brad. Thanks for tagging me in. I'm out. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. So let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. Dear God, we thank you so much for your word, and thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, this season, we are learning about the fruit of the Spirit, And today we are learning about self-control. Self-control is the ability to be in charge of your thoughts and actions, especially when there's temptation to sin. Christians, with the help of the Holy Spirit, can have self-control. And our story today is about a time when Jesus practiced a lot of self-control. 
It's about his visit to a place called the Garden of Gethsemane. On the count of three, can you say Gethsemane with me? One, two, three. Gethsemane. The Garden of Gethsemane was a special place in Jerusalem. It was full of olive trees and very beautiful, like a park. On the night that Jesus was arrested by the Romans, the day before he was crucified, he took his disciples there to pray. The same night Jesus took his disciples to the garden, he had just finished sharing a special meal with them called the Passover. Passover was a holiday meal, kind of like Thanksgiving, that was very special and full of meaning. Every year, Jewish families would celebrate and remember God's rescue of the Jewish people from enslavement in Egypt. Now, during the Passover meal, Jesus said that one of his disciples would betray him and turn him over to the Roman soldiers to be arrested. This made the disciples confused and they worried about Jesus. Well, all the disciples except for Judas. He would be the one who betrayed Jesus. And that's exactly why the Garden of Gethsemane is important. That's where Judas would lead the Roman soldiers to Jesus and watch him get arrested. When Jesus and all the disciples, except for Judas, arrived at the garden, it was late in the evening, way past bedtime. But Jesus stopped there because he needed to pray. So he told the disciples to wait for him and stay awake to keep watch while he went further into the garden. While Jesus prayed, do you think the disciples stayed awake? No, they were tired, probably full of food, and it was late. They tried to stay up and keep an eye out, but eventually they all dozed off. Can you pretend like you're asleep? (laughs) That was good fake snoring. Jesus, on the other hand, stayed awake that night. He spent a lot of time that evening praying and being with God the Father. He probably was tired too, just like the disciples. But Jesus knew something bad was about to happen and that he needed to be with God, praying. In fact, let's get an even closer look at what Jesus prayed right before he was arrested. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today is found in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 26 and verse 39. I'll give you just a moment to find it. Matthew 26, 39. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's also okay. But you can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Matthew 26, 39 says, And going a little farther, he, Jesus, fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Let this cup pass from me? That's a weird prayer. Was Jesus not thirsty or something? Well, I can see how that's confusing, but a cup is a way of saying the thing I must do or face. Jesus was talking about the bad things are about to happen to him. That night he would be betrayed and arrested and eventually tortured and crucified by the Romans. With all of that on his mind, Jesus was asking the Father if it was possible to not let all those things happen to him. That's right, because Jesus knows everything, even the future. I can't imagine how hard that must have been for Jesus to know what he would have to go through. Yeah, and when Jesus was praying about it in the garden, the Bible says that he was in such agony or pain that when he was praying, he was sweating drops of blood. But as much as he didn't want to go through it, Jesus knew that it was God's will for him to die, to save sinners. So he prayed, not my will, but your will be done. 
And right after that, the soldiers showed up to arrest him. You know the story well, Brad. Wow. I can't think of a more powerful example of self-control. As difficult as it was, Jesus had complete control over his thoughts and actions, even when he was tempted to avoid God's will. He could have left the garden, ran from the soldiers, escaped arrest, and torture. But he knew this was part of God's rescue plan, so he stayed knowing he would face all of those things. In the garden, Jesus prayed for God's will to be done because Jesus came to save sinners. God's rescue plan. Say this gospel story with me if you know it. Jesus came down, was born as a baby, he lived a perfect life, died on the cross for our sins, was buried in a tomb, and on the third day, he rose again. And all those who love, trust, and follow Jesus can become children of God and be with him forever. And just like him, with the help of the Holy Spirit, they can have self-control. And all the other awesome fruit of the Spirit. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five-second fly-through review. And our friend, the ultimate Romans Road Warrior, is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Ultimate. I'm back. It's time to ask you seven questions. You'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the bell rings, let's shout out your answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Here Here we go. Question one. Which fruit of the Spirit did we learn about today? Self-control. Question two. Self-control is the ability to be in charge of your... Thoughts and actions. Question three. On the night Jesus was betrayed, where did he go to pray? The Garden Garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane. Question four. Did the disciples stay awake with Jesus in the garden? No. Question five. Did Jesus have self-control in the garden? Yes. He obeyed God. And last question. Question six. Who did Jesus come to save? Sinners! 
How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, talk as a family about how you can encourage one another to have self-control. What areas do you struggle to have self-control? Invite the Holy Spirit to help you grow in those areas. Now, let's worship together by singing a song about how Jesus came to save sinners. to God's big story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about today's story, you can turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 25, anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's big story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye.